Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Leanna. And our mission is simple. It's to help you find your mission according to God's plan. We wanted to start a podcast just so we can have a dedicated space to be open with y'all, unedited and unscripted. We want to be a voice and a light to a generation that is often overlooked, the ones who do not know what to do with their lives. Missionless. We want to be honest and authentic and relatable. So we hope you enjoy our episodes. Hey you guys, welcome back. This is season one, episode six, and today we are talking debt and finances. Wow, that sounds kind of boring. No, not boring, but fun. Simple (laughs) and fun. We're going to try to make this as simple as possible. We're going to be sharing some stories uh, about what a huge milestone we recently accomplished. And we just wanted to get on here and share it with you guys. Um, So, yeah. Cool. Um, I guess the first thing we will talk about is how the foundation for this episode is all biblical. And everything is taken from either from the Bible or from Dave Ramsey, especially from his book called Total Money Made Over. And this is where we were really heavily influenced to really focus on ourselves and um, what God wants us to do in order to get rid of our debt. So David, can you go into more details of how much in debt we were going into marriage? Sure. Thanks, Leanna. So going into marriage, we had $11,697. Whopping dollars. And it was a huge like barrier and like ball and chain, really bad feelings. Like I mean, I don't know. We were like prisoners to the lenders, basically. And, and we're going to go into a lot more detail. But we had five, I guess, credit cards that we were trying to pay off. Um, and so, yeah, five credit cards with $11,697 of the debt. That is crazy. Um, but we're sitting here today telling you that we are officially out of the credit cards and we worked through it. So your, your questions may be, well, how do they do it? How can I do it? Um, even if you have student loan debt, if you have an auto loan, if you have uh, even a mortgage, if you have credit card debt, any kind of type of loan, um, this is a simple method that we used um, that we basically got from Dave Ramsey and kind of tweaked ourselves and also from the Bible as well. Um, so I guess like the there's like kind of three parts to this, and we want to make it as easy as possible uh, to be able to understand and and to follow along. Um, and so I guess the first part of like the plan is like you have to like get a plan. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I love how you were like the first thing you got to do is get a plan, but in more detail, sit down with yourself if you live with yourself or. Um, you're self-employed or you work and have an apartment or whatever, sit down with yourself. Basically have a date with yourself. Or if you are married or do you have a partner, uh, sit down with your partner because they have to like understand what's going on instead of like just you buying doing it by yourself and they have no clue what's going on or what the plan is for with your finance. And then just kind of just look at your whole 
money, like how much money is going in, how much is going out, how much you're spending money every month, where you can not spend money every month, um, and not, I think this, this is something that David said to me earlier, was, oh yeah, what I heard this thing called live within your means, and he said that his grandpa always told him, live below your means, meaning, don't be spending so much money that you can spend, but try to spend as less money as you can while saving as much as you can. So, yeah. that, that's the, basically the first tip. So, I just will go more in detail of how we did that. Yeah, okay, so cool. So, thanks, Diana. So, here's some, like, fun fact sheet that I uh, pulled off the World Wide Web. Um, so, how often... Do people check their accounts? And the statistics show that 36% of Americans check their account every day. 30% check it once a week. 8% check it once a month. And 8% check it twice a month. Less than a month, 18% of Americans check their bank account. So I guess like the first thing to be able to educate yourself with your partner is to be able to actually like check your account and take a deep dive into your finances. Um, I think self-education is like the most important thing that that we can do um, as Americans and as human beings. Uh, if we're not constantly edu- educating ourselves, we're going backwards. Um, and one really cool way that you can self-educate yourself on your finances is by using apps. Um, we use uh, the Mint app. Um, has really good reviews. You can download it on the App Store or um, or the Google Play. Really easy to use. You can set budgets. You can track it like daily, weekly. So that really helped us to discover what where we were spending our money first to be able to talk about it. Um, and first thing is we're when we first started looking at our finances, we saw that we spent a lot of money at coffee shops. So we kind of had to tell ourselves, okay, we can just make coffee at home and save some money instead of going out to Starbucks and buying $8 worth of coffee for one person. So that was one of the things that I had a hard time with because I love Starbucks. <laughs> yes, we both love Starbucks. And we still go out and get Starbucks every once in a while, but we used to get it a lot and we had to cut back. Um, so after you self-educate on where you're spending your money and how much are you spending... Then you can say, okay, how much am I bringing in? And so basically what Leanna said about the quote is like live within your means. Like if you're spending X amount of dollars, like let's just say you spend $100 at Starbucks a week and you make $100 a week, you are living within your means. You're making $100 and you're spending $100 on Starbucks. Congratulations. You have no (laughs) No money left. Left over. So if you live within your means, say you make $100 and you spend $10 a week on Starbucks. That's, I think, reasonable. Um, And you still have $90 left over to do whatever you want to do. So um, that's just a kind of a funny example. but That's a very funny example. It's kind of true. But yeah, I mean, I can relate to that. So anyways, so once you find your income and your spending... You need to do the simple math and just are they do they equal is your spending more than your you're bringing in the door um, 
And if you're making more than you're spending, well, congratulations. You're on the right end of the seesaw. But if you're... (laughs) That was a funny analogy. Um, Anyways, but if you're spending more than you're making, then you're on the wrong end of the seesaw and you're about to get thrown off. And so um, whenever we got married, we realized that we were on the wrong end of the seesaw and we were about to go flying high into the sky with no way of coming down on a soft landing pad. We were going to hit the dirt face plant. <laughs> okay, this is the first time I've heard David use an analogy of a seesaw and this is so funny to me. And I hope this is really funny to you listening to this. <laughs> but don't uh, be don't be on the opposite don't be on the opposite end of the seesaw is what he's trying to explain here. Yes. And don't be don't face plant when you have time to figure out what you're doing wrong. Get off the other end and get on the right end. Yes. Perfect. So do the math. It's simple, you know, um, and make adjustments. So this is where um, making adjustments we're going to talk a little bit more about. So, um, so Leanna, we have a plan, right? We mm-hmm. have a plan. We're, we're educated on how much we're making and how much we're spending each month or each week. Okay. Now, what do we do once we have a plan? Then, like, what's, like, the next thing we do? We write it down. Yes. Not on your phone. You write. You physically write it down on your on a piece of paper with a pen, and you do the math with your partner or by yourself of how much you're gonna spend every month of each uh, credit card bill that you have, or or however you're gonna do it. You did a plan. Write it down just so you have a physical thing that you can look at every single day. And be like, okay, I have this much to pay off, so I can't be spending this much in other areas, such as entertainment or um, going out to eat all the time and stuff. So write it down. Yes, write it down. Okay, so let's give like a real example here. So we had, like I said, $11,697 whenever we got married. A few weeks later, Leanna and I looked at what we were spending we downloaded the Mint app, we tracked everything, we self-educated, we figure out what we're making each month or each week, and then how much we're spending each week. And we had this looming amount of money over our heads. So <laughs> Leanna actually wrote on like this scratch piece of paper that we took a picture of. And we're going to post it when this when this podcast um, episode is live. Episode is live. But she basically wrote out each, she wrote out each like, I guess month. Month. Yeah. And then she wrote out each like credit card. So we had like American Express, we had Discover, we had Lowe's, we had Home Depot, and we had Cons. And she wrote out the totals of what we owed and how much we're going to pay each month. And so, um, yeah. And we basically targeted the ones with the highest interest. Uh, first, yeah, and so because that's what was kicking us in the butt is that we had to we had to really drill in onto the ones, but we didn't like leave the other ones hanging. We had to pay some, but we put a majority of them of our funds into yeah. highest paying interest. Um, and so I think one one little exception is that I remember when we first started that month. I think it was the month of July or August. That we came up with a plan of how much we're going to spend. Well, one of the credit cards, you only had like, what, 
300 $400 left. So we were able to finish like that month. So we, we actually only had four more after that. So that's just an exception. Like if you only have something like that small, like just finish it. Like don't like go to the high interest one when you only have that much left first. It, yeah. It's just a little. If it's doable and it's within your budget and stuff, just knock it off the chart. It'll make yourself feel better. Um, and, um, and cut it up. Yeah, and so literally, whenever we paid <laughs> off the credit card that we had like three hundred dollars on, I like walked over, grabbed my wallet, and got some scissors and cut the credit card. Well, up. actually, no, no, no. He's not telling you the full story. I had to tell him to cut up that credit card, and he would not. And he's like, "But what if I need this next time?" And I'm like, "No, yeah, no, like, no." What if uh, you need to make, you know, new flooring or new paint or something? You uh, know? you had two home improvement credit cards. You can take one out. And so I made him cut that one, and he was like all sad and crying. Yeah. But anyways, he was fine after that. He actually felt relieved after he cut it up. He's like, "Wow, I'm." I don't know why I was holding on to this one. But yeah. he didn't tell you that, so I'm telling you that. Yeah, I didn't share. But I, I was pretty attached to all my little credit cards. and <laughs> I thought it was cool or whatnot. Um, but it was really bad, really, really bad for a long time. I don't know where the concept of having so many credit cards is, like, considered really cool. Because you have to, like, remember how many you got to spend every single month. And, like, you have, like, five or six of them. Like, how can you just... You can't catch up with it, especially if you have a family and you're paying for other stuff or whatever. I don't know who said it's cool to have five or ten credit cards. It's not cool. Just have one or two. You're fine. Yeah. So so that, so that's what we did. And we wrote it down and we posted it above my desk. So every time I go into the office, I see it every time I go in there. <laughs> and then when it's done, I literally got my pen and crossed it off. And then we, and then we moved on to the next month. Yeah. And so... Um, that really helped out and each month that like passed i felt that much more relief that that we were paying off our debt and yes it was really hard we had to we didn't suffer but like you know pb and j and ramen noodles some and macaroni and macaroni okay and- this is one thing i will not recommend this there was one week that we did this we tried our best to not buy any groceries because we were like, okay, we got plenty of food at home. And, like, by the time Tuesday came around, we're, like, looking at our cabinet. It was almost bare. Like, maybe it's just, like, a, a bottle of vinegar and, like, you know, it's not anything that's e- like eatable or whatever. And so I was like, David, please, we have to go to the store. He's like, I know. So basically that lunch, I had macaroni and that was it. And I remember I told my mom about it. She said, my baby only had macaroni. <laughs> She, she was oh like, David, gosh. what are you doing to her? I know. <laughs> so I was that like, was, well, that was one regret that I would say, don't do that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, spend less, but don't like spend it all. And then you're like, not eating. <laughs> yeah. So make sure your basic needs are covered is what we're saying. And then you can devise a plan from that. Um, so yeah, so we had to get a really good game plan for this. And, um, and I can say that it's like the... The coolest, like, biggest, most biggest accomplishment that, like, from from a financial standpoint that I've ever had. Um, and so, yeah. Um, do you have anything else to add to that? Mm, no, I just wanted to tell the macaroni story. Yeah, the macaroni story was really funny. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we had, okay, so what are some of the things that, like, we had to sacrifice 
Um, some of the things that I sacrificed, but I feel like we did together, but this is more for me. I sacrificed um, not buying any clothes for like maybe like two and a half months. And I mean, at first, I mean, it really wasn't that hard. I'll be honest. I'm not a very materialistic kind of person, but at the same time, I do like getting new clothes every once in a while. And so <laughs> it was funny because I kept wearing the same shirts all the time because I mean, like I want to wear something that's like I'm the most comfortable in, but I was wearing like, the same shirts all the time and or whatever. But it's not a big deal if you wear the same same stuff all the time. But I mean, I had to not buy any clothes or shoes. And shoes, I will say, I love shoes. So, it was hard not to, like, look at shoes, like, when we walked by stores and stuff or online. I had to, like, tell myself, no, like, this, we're doing this for the long run, for the long run. Anyway, so, another thing I had to sacrifice was going out to eat with David. But, there's one way around it. So, today, actually, I had $5 left on a Whataburger gift card. Then I got an email from Whataburger two days ago saying, if you buy one number one meal, you get one free. So I figured, hey, almost like a free lunch. And guess how much we spent? $1.03 on lunch. And it was delicious. <laughs> I was like, and the cashier kind of stared. I was like, yeah, we saved all that money. We only spent $1. And the lady was like, yeah. <laughs> So anyways, um, that was really fun. I can't think of any other ways. We just basically try not to spend too much money, like do free stuff, like going to the beach more, walking at the beach, just that free. We're probably about, what, 12 minutes away from the beach from where we live. Um, so we yeah. try to do free stuff, like go to, so we live in Corpus Christi, so we try to go to the Bayfront area, which is like an area where you walk by the water, it's in downtown, so we would, we would go there and walk, or well, one time he suggested bringing our bikes, and I'm not comfortable because I'm not really good at riding bikes, so we just walked there. Yeah, so we basically just kind of looked at the free things you can do, and you know, if you have a park, or if you have something you can go visit for free, like a, I don't know, museum or something, like, just try to go check that out. I mean, there's lots of ways you can save money by doing free things. Um, but yeah, so going out to eat was our probably biggest biggest expense, I think, monthly. Not like in terms of like like controlled expense, not like your mortgage or your rent. Like that's not controlled really unless you move out or something crazy. But like controlled expenses like what you swipe on basically. And we chose to swipe on our debit card. That's a big thing. If you are trying to get out of credit card debt, like, do not spend any money on your credit cards. So, either pay in cash, in cash old yeah. school, or use your debit card. But in the process of getting out of credit card debt or student loans or something, just stop borrowing altogether. Like, don't borrow anything until you have got a controlled grip on your debt and you have a plan. Yeah. Basically, yeah, so we... Um, yeah, so that's kind of an important note um, on that. You can't really get out of debt if you keep spending on that whatever you're trying to get rid of. So yeah, so I think getting out of debt calls for some major sacrifice that takes more than one person. If it's you, yourself, and I, you're going to have to sacrifice 
whatever it is you're going to have sacrificed to be able to accomplish your goal of getting out of debt. If you're with somebody or if you're in a relationship or, or you're married or and, and, and it affects two people or more, if you have a family with kids and you know, or you live with your grandparents or vice versa, family lives with you, then you all have to come together and agree on the plan. Mm-hmm. And to be able to knock it out of the park with your yeah. debt. So um, if you want to start to make a change, like start today. Like today is the best day. Don't spend anything on your on your credit cards today. Don't take out another loan. Just just hold off and just take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> and then you'll be able to follow the steps that we just talked about. Um, One more, a couple of things I will say as a woman, as, the, as, a, as a woman in this society, I also try not to spend uh, any money in beauty product or makeup product. I basically use the same makeup for the last like five months now. I mean, I, until I run out of something, like if I'm running out of mascara that I use every day, then I will go out and buy some. His mascara is expensive. It's like, Eight, eight or nine dollars at the drugstore. So that's another example as a woman or anyone that wears makeup, like try not to spend too much money on makeup. Um, I never really go into like Sephora or like did, like matte, matte, what's it called? I don't even know what it's called. Matte makeup or whatever. And I've, I've heard of some women having problems uh, buying makeup products every week. It's just like one makeup product, but they add up. So I would suggest as a woman, if you wear makeup or you love beauty, try not to spend too much money in that area or try to find coupons or whatever and save money in that area if you're truly wanting like a, a new product or something like that. So that's just, yeah. I don't know, as a man with you, men, I feel like men don't really spend money, but... Yeah, we spend money on other things. Um, so yeah, so... There are two main ways that you have to sacrifice. And one of them is, we've been talking about this for a while, is spending less. Um, You know, as a man, I think, you know, like, if you're into shoes or boots or um, belts. Yeah, like, anything like that or anything for your vehicle, like, all that stuff is just so expensive. Um, Trips to, you know, tools. Um, I mean, all that stuff, like video games, so, so expensive. Um, you know, there's a lot of man things that we spend our money on and stuff. Um, so yeah, so spend less. Um, I guess like for me, I do, I do landscaping on the side. And so I really needed some new jeans, but I like stuck it out for like three months and wore the same pair of jeans every time I went out. I would wash them afterwards, of course, but then... Actually, no. There was one pair of jeans you tried to have, and it had holes in it, and you tried to put safety pins just oh, so yeah. you didn't have to spend money. I tried to put money. safety pins on And it lasted, jeans. like, maybe, what, two weeks? I think so. And we, I told him we have to buy you some new jeans. Like, this is not going to work. Like, yeah. We, I know you're trying to save money, but at the same time, you need some new jeans. You look like a... I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, so, whenever we got married, like... A few months afterwards, we were eating mac and cheese, and we had holes in our jeans. <laughs> but it was like a, a giant hole on his knee. It was flopping, like that bit of a hole. Like a, not not those designer jeans with pretty holes on it. I'm talking about a bit of flap. Yeah, and you can pull yeah. it up and tear it apart. I ripped it. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. So, spend less. 
is after you get a plan, you self-educate, and you let everybody know, you write it down, you want to, I guess, sacrifice is, is like the biggest thing. And you have to, like I said, spend less. And that's, everybody's on their own deal. You're on your own deal listening. You know, um, you know what you spend money on and just spend, spend less. So um, the other sacrifice that we really haven't talked much about is making more money. So there's kind of two parts to this is that like, you know, yes, like my grandpa always told me to live below your means and what you're making. But if you make more, your means go up. So you can technically live below your means if you're making more each week or each month. And so um, that's kind of what we had to do. So basically, it's a two part fold. You have to spend less. Now, you can get out of debt if you spend less. You keep spending, keep spending less, and you spend less. But to make it faster, you want to fast track it, make more, and spend less at the same time. Then you're basically offsetting that seesaw so bad, it's like slamming the other side in the ground. You're just like hammering it down on the ground because you're like double folding. So it's going to take twice as fast to, 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 to meet your goal if you do both of them. So... Making more money. So, like, for me, um, I own a landscaping business, so I picked up a lot of projects and a lot of clients, and I tried my best to bust my butt and try to cut as much grass, do as much trimmings, bring in as much as I could for those six months, and ultimately sacrificing time with Leanna and stuff like that while I was working my full-time job and writing my book and all this other stuff. Because that was my little side gig or whatever. So if you have a full-time job and you're like, oh, I can't make more, you can make more. You can sell on Facebook Marketplace. You can sell on eBay. Um, we sold. So here's another thing is we went through our home. Yes, we were newly married. We didn't have a lot of stuff. <laughs> and we had holes in our jeans eating macaroni for lunch. It was, <laughs> it was horrible. No, it was actually a lot of fun. But we went through our home and we found things we weren't using. And we decided to sell them. Um, now, you know, you can't really make bank doing this. I mean, some people can. But we basically posted it on social media. Hey, for sale, you know, a table or uh, lawn equipment or something that, that we weren't using. Um, and sold those. And we put all that money, even though, it was, even though it was not that much at the time, against that debt. We kept doing that every week for like three or four weeks. And we we had like, I don't know, four or five hundred dollars um, just of, from that, just from that in the house, it's crazy, and so that's making more. So if you make an excuse, oh, I can't make more money. Yes, you can. You fi- find a way. You know, yeah. um, someone once told me that if you make fifty dollars a day extra, you're already ahead of most people. So fifty bucks is kind of a lot, but if you break it down into a week, that's like three hundred fifty dollars a week. Try to make that each week extra. You can make that flipping burgers at McDonald's. You can make that rotating tires, discount tire, you know, you can make that on the weekends, you know, so, but you're going to sacrifice something. You're going to give up or, something. Or babysit. Or babysit in the evenings, you know, uh, however, that takes hard work. You're going to have to pay some price, but you're going to eventually make it happen. Ooh, I love how you share the book title yes, on that. My book title, go out and pre-order the book. It's available today. Uh, so... Um, yeah, go out and pre-order. It's on Amazon. Uh, the, the title is Work Hard, Pay the Price, Make It Happen by David Bond. It's going to be 
uh, published here in a few weeks, but you can pre-order it now, the ebook only. Um, so go out on, on Amazon and order it. So, yeah. Um, so here are a few like Bible verses. We we're trying to like come up with some Bible verses, like do our research and stuff about like like what the Bible says about debt and money and all that stuff. So, Leanna, what are what, what's 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 one of your favorite verses about mm, that? Right here, I have Proverbs twenty two seven. It says, "The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower." is slave to the lender. So that verse kind of explains like the rich people ruled over the poor, but the borrower is slave to the lender. Like whoever lends you the money and you can't pay them back, you're basically a slave to it. And that's basically what we felt for, for a little while, just feeling like a slave or a prisoner like to the lender, whoever we're having to pay. Yeah, we had five lenders. We were slaves to all five. <laughs> That is horrible. I know, but... Anyways, but we're... We have overcome it. So. (laughs) Cool. That's a really good verse. What's the second verse? So, um, another good verse that really stands out is Romans 13, 8. And it says, No, let no debt remain outstanding, except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. So this is probably one of my favorite verses pertaining to debt and finances because it really speaks out to like if you are so bogged down in owing people money, it is really, really hard to be generous and to love others whenever you're so bogged down with it. And so basically that that verse like explains it is like pay off your debts so that you can love one another and you know what I mean? And not saying that that's like the stopping point, but it makes it so much easier to love people, to be generous whenever you have paid your lenders and you have no debt remaining. And you have more freedom to be generous or like, you know, financially, like if you want to help out someone, you have the, the means to do so because you don't, you're not paying the, the debt anymore. But at the same time, don't feel like if you have debt, you're not a good person or anything. But just, you know, just kind of go through like kind of what we said. There's lots of other tips out there. Everything we said, don't just, you know, these are not the only tips. This is something that we did. So, and we just want to help you. So these, just remember, just number one, sit down with yourself or with your partner and kind of take a look at your finances. Number two, get a plan, write it down, and post it somewhere where you can see it on a daily basis. And number three, just know that it all for sacrifice. So yeah, we have kind of gone through, I guess, the, the tips and tricks that we have done. And in six months, we have paid off $11,697 um, by doing what we just talked about for the past like 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, if your mission is to pay off your debt and be able to have freedom with your finances, um, then follow these simple steps. Um, and we, we really try to make it like as simple as possible for you all. Um, whenever kind of a little, another little side note here is whenever I, whenever we, saw this number it looked so 
big and scary and intimidating. Mm -hmm. And we really had to pray about it, about the number, the debt number. And we really had to ask God to help us to discover the way. And with the help of Dave Ramsey uh, and each other, we were able to um, be able to get this debt out and we feel so much better like it's amazing like we've already opened up a whole nother savings account that we're going to start dumping money into that we've been paying off debt and you know um so things are really really good whenever you kick that to the curb um and like personally for me i i've had i've had debt for man probably two and a half years now like hardcore debt like that and it's it's not fun, you know, and so we all feel for you, uh, whether you have student loans, a big car note, uh, um, you know, mortgage or even credit cards, you know, so and we just want to help you all because mm-hmm. we know how it feels. It feels awful. But whenever you get out of it, you're like, oh, my gosh, I was really in a bad yeah. place in my finances. And so anyways, kind of a heart to heart. Oh, that's okay. Well, just know that um, the number that you looked at for your debt, don't feel like you can't overcome it because we overcame ours, and I feel like you can too with God's help of uh, showing you the way and the light of exactly how to do it every, every single month. And even if it takes you a year or three years or five years, you're going to be so happy whenever it's all paid off and you can, you know, be, have, be free and to be free to do what you're called to do. Yes, your mission. It's simple. So thank you all for listening. Uh, This concludes the episode six. We were really excited to be able to um, share it with you guys today. Okay, thank you all. So just subscribe to our podcast. Uh, We do have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Doodle Play. Please give us a review. That would help us out so much. Check us out on our website at the www.thesimplemission.com where you'll find more about us, our story, weekly blogs we post. And then if you want more from us, just follow us on Instagram at The Simple Mission. Like our Facebook page, The Simple Mission. We do have Pinterest at The Simple Mission and we have Snapchat at The Simple Mission. So we look forward to hearing from y'all.